The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... I got a charcoal mask. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? Uh, hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. More and more intense as we get closer to rain in the desert. Super Bowl Sunday. The rain, I thought it stopped. Maybe it is stopping. Maybe it's back by the end of the week. It should be sunny and look like Las Vegas always looks. Chris Sims, Mike Florio here in Las Vegas. We've got a packed show today, and there's going to be a lot of moving parts. Derek Brooks, Hall of Fame linebacker, will Any be joining second. us. Any second now, we'll have Baker Mayfield. I just saw him in my peripheral vision back there. He'll be joining us as well yep. over the course of the next hour or so. We've already interviewed Puka Nakua. I love Puka Nakua. It was amazing. I want to adopt Puka Nakua. I know he's got a family. But it's just, you, I feel, he just, he just seems like a great, great person. He does. Like you said, it's almost like, can you get mad? Are you sure you yeah. can actually get intense and mean on a football field? Can you talk trash? He just seems like he's always at peace in this like zen way. Uh, very cool way about him, certainly. And we learned that puka means fat and chubby, yeah. and we had a lot of fun yeah. kind of giving them some crap about that. <laughs> I didn't realize that when you said it, and then I, I saw caught it, you by surprise. And I realized. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> What we're gonna do? Oh, we're going right. We're, gonna, we're going we're right gonna, to the QB. We're make an adjustment. We'll see. Like I played with Derek Brooks. He's a linebacker. Linebackers are a pain in the butt. Quarterbacks are on time. All right. And this is Baker Mayfield, and the quarterbacks are on time. Way to go, QB. Oh, that, that went more smoothly. Than I expected. What do you say, Baker? Welcome. Oh, appreciate it. All right. It. Here he is, Baker Mayfield, Buccaneers quarterback for now, maybe for good. We'll he better be. How you feeling? Oh, good. Oh, good. One, a, one buck QB to another, but <laughs> I love it. He's a boomer well, one sooner. Has a spleen. Well, he has a, he does have a spleen, and he's a boomer sooner. All right, so that's a low blow. It is a low blow. Damn it! How you feeling, man? What's going on? Feel good. Yeah, just uh, got to enjoy the Pro Bowl. Yeah, and just being around guys in a different different atmosphere, and just enjoy the seasons that everybody had and their families there something that i hadn't really been a part of right and just to see him kind of relaxed and still competitive in a certain way but uh just enjoying it was fun i know business is business but you do seem at home in tampa yeah. right I, I played there it's a cool yeah. spot right it really is yeah and i went into it with not really knowing anything about tampa as a city right um and very little knowledge about the bucks but um just loved it the people there from top down they just they just they're all about business and how to win and that's something i can relate to right fan base is more passionate than it gets credit for they are they are right but it's 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 one of those cities that people want to travel to later in the year so you get a lot of away fans yeah i know right but uh yeah fan base is definitely passionate you get you get the people that are talking about i've been here since the old sombrero stadium and all that (laughs) so it's it's a fun place to be (laughs) right i want to spin it back to a a year ago baker because we talked about this a lot as free agency was approaching Great 2018 season, spectacular 2020 season. 2021 gets derailed week two with the shoulder injury. 2022 just ends up being a shit show, frankly. (laughs) Because the Browns screwed you over. And then you're in Carolina, and that's 
part two yeah. shit show, and then sorry, London, and that we're live in London, but they'll ah, they okay. won't, they don't bleep it out anyway when they have a five hour head start. <laughs> we're live today; they'll live with it. But I I thought that there would be like others like us who understand. You get this guy healthy, mm-hmm. you get him motivated, you're going to get a hell of a player. Yeah. Why do you think there wasn't more interest? Um. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I think. Just the inconsistency. I think people aren't willing to take a chance on that. But I, I knew Todd Bowles from the very beginning, pre-draft stuff, and he knew exactly who I was as a person, um, and obviously a player, but who I was as a person culturally just to try and implement that in the locker room and to get guys to believe and get that fire back into it. Um, and so all you, all you need is one chance, and so they took that chance. Do yeah. you think that gets underrated, though, the value of having a guy like you come in and become the teammate that everyone loves, the leader that everyone follows, the straw that stirs the drink, setting aside whatever you do on the football field, having that presence within the locker room, not the coach being the one to do it, but the guy in the middle of all of it. Do you think teams don't value that the way they should? It's definitely undervalued, but here's the thing. They, they had all the other pieces to where – I could just come in there and be myself. It, it, they allowed me to do that. They allowed me to be the best version of myself. And so that's what was the best part about it. And so um, you get everybody on the same page. And I love finding out how, why people are wired a certain way, what makes them tick. And so uh, getting to know some of these veterans, the guys that have had a lot of success, and then also the young guys and bringing them along. It, it's just a, I love that part of it. Um, and it was enjoyable. I, I, you just took me right where I wanted to go, like how people are wired and all that, because you're, you're chippy, right? You're chippy. <laughs> you told our Rodney Harrison that you have little man syndrome to a degree, right? Exactly. Right. Yeah. So where, where did that come from? Like, has that always naturally been in you? Do you remember your parents telling you that as a kid? Like, where, um, where do you find that chippiness? It goes back a long ways. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was always extremely competitive in sports, right. tried to play as many sports as possible. And right. I think that's important for kids to do nowadays, but then on top of that was a very late bloomer so recruiting nowadays for quarterbacks in high school is it starts so early eighth grade and i was five two as a freshman so right. it's like i'm i'm not getting any looks no, no. And, and then i grew up right in the backyard of ut's home Don't field be shooing us away <laughs> um, over here and and just not getting the looks that i thought i deserved at that time yeah uh and just just carried that mindset all right if they don't want me i'm gonna go prove it to people why i deserve it then you go to texas tech and get disrespected there. I'm sitting there watching you on the field in Kansas going, damn, this guy right here, they're like, he's can throw it. Like, oh my gosh, this guy's a player. I could throw it. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, yeah that's but the, you could throw it. Yeah. Looking back, you, the, as you're a young college guy, you don't, you don't exactly know the game of football, but you're out there enjoying it and just throwing it around. Yeah, you, you, what made you finally... Because it's such a unique story, and I don't think everybody realizes you're at Texas Tech, and Mahomes is coming, and Cliff yep. Kingsbury's there. You know what finally made you realize I got to leave here, and I'm going to go to Oklahoma and move on with life. Yeah, and I don't, I don't like bringing up bad stories, but it, it, everything happens for a reason. So, started the first five games, sprained my MCL against Kansas. We were right. five and zero. Thought when I came back healthy, I was going to play again. Yeah. Um, and. I grew up an OU fan, yeah. and so my heart wasn't in it at Texas Tech. So when I asked if I was going to be put on scholarship at Texas Tech, they said, no, we're still working on one for the fall. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go somewhere where I'm going to truly enjoy it. Right. And if I get one, then great. But yeah. I'm going to go somewhere where I've always wanted to go. Oh, and that's good for you. I took a chance on it. More of a life, life, life decision. Exactly, there. exactly. Right. Good for you, dude. One of the things we like about you is you're candid. You tell it like it is. No pulled punches, no BS. And you were candid last week about the offensive coordinator choice mm-hmm. in Tampa being a factor in whether or not yeah. you would want to stay. How do you feel about their decision to hire Liam Cohen? I love it. Um, obviously, there, I think there was a lot of good choices, so I, I don't know how that process went down, but somebody that I was with last or in L.A. Right. two seasons two ago. Two years ago. Um, right. And just I, that's a big part of it, but I think also it's the same system as what Canales was running. And so I, I think, yeah, people can say I had an input on it. Not necessarily that. It's they're looking, how can this transition be the easiest for our offensive guys having to learn a new scheme, not putting too much on their plate, but having the similar verbiage and system and schemes and all that, and just for them to be able to hit the ground running. And that's, that's a big part of it. What was your, you know, in your coaching world there, what was your time like with McVay, right? It was such a weird thing. Yeah. You had the magical Thursday night <laughs> game where you, you're like literally off the plane, like, what? Here's the play. Okay, I'll figure out how to play. Yeah. Um, what impressed you about him? How cerebral he really is. Right. Watching him 
in his prep work, not necessarily, I mean, him calling a game, you can tell how he sets plays up and how he schemes things up, but how he can truly coach every single position on the field. Right. And that's something to admire that he knows every detail, how he wants it done. And so he's out there during walkthroughs, sprinting for the receivers on a, a motion that's supposed to be a timing thing. And so right. just how he coaches and approaches it with that passion, is, it's something to admire. You, um, the end of this year, best you ever played in your life? You know, 2020, I know you did some good things there in Cleveland, but you were hot here at the end of the year. It's up there. It's yeah. up there, right? Yeah, it, it was. And it was, I had so much fun. And uh, I'd, I'd say it was. And looking to build on that and keep going. Do you feel like you pushed them? Because I kind of made the comments and we talked about, remember when he was a little bit like, I think if we play through the pass a little bit more instead of trying to run the ball, you had Todd Bowles who wants to run it, run it, run it. And you were, I think like, you said we're never going to be a run first yeah, team. We're never I think run that's first what you team. said. Like, do you, did that edge the team along a little bit to go, you know what, he's, he's right. Let's start throwing it well, and then we'll run it. I think, we, I think we had the realization that we weren't very good at the run right. at times. And so uh, we've got to fl- flip the mindset and pass first, then set up the run. But okay. it was Todd allowed us to be aggressive. Yeah, right. You said earlier you don't like to bring up bad memories. I have to bring up one. What do you got? A recent one. <laughs> and this is something we talked about a lot after the loss to the Lions. Mm-hmm. Did you realize you guys had a timeout and it's fourth down and we could stop it here and, and maybe the, get the ball back the and Lions I could maybe throw a couple properly. Hail Marys? Yeah. They screwed up the clock management. I, mean, I know there's a lot going in on the, in the moment, but in the moment, did you? <laughs> look at this. Look hey, at this little stumpy right, guy. Yeah, I'm yeah, right in the middle uh, of asking <laughs> the best question of my life, and here comes um, Jay Glazer. <laughs> No, I, I, in the it mo- was the best question of my life. In the moment, Love I didn't you. realize it. Just go. <laughs> Just go. Question, we'll see you later. No. Hey. What's the best question of your life? No, I'm, 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 I'm exaggerating. Oh, now you're exaggerating. I'm exaggerating. Uh, I come up here right. to call you on it. Now you're right. exaggerating. Right. Right. Good to see you. All right, good, good to see you. That was my favorite segment of all time. I'll just let you know. Yeah, thanks. Anyway. Go did you ahead, plan that? Did you plan I did that? not. I did not. That was a good time. I appreciate it, So anyway, in the moment, a lot's happening. But it's like, holy crap. We could have stopped the clock here and gotten the ball back and had about 30 seconds to try to go down and try this, I didn't uh, try realize this game. It. I didn't realize it at the time, um, but looking back on it, I think they would have just kicked a field goal, and then we would have gotten the ball with even yeah. less time. And I mean, it's hindsight's 2020, but yeah. I don't, I don't really have a correct answer. Yeah, though. no, no. It was a weird. It was a weird thing because yeah. it was like the game's over if they kneel the ball correctly. And they handed, a lot yeah, of they really handed do it. it to you. They, they, and yeah. it was just weird. A lot of the guys didn't realize until afterwards. Give us a give us a quick uh, Advance Auto Parts. Yeah, pitch. so here on behalf of Advance Auto Parts this week, um, Super Bowl Sunday is obviously a big deal. Yeah. But February eighteenth, next Sunday is National Car Battery Day. Whoa. Oh, and so um, everybody hates a false start, and when we say false start, dead car battery. Yeah. So if you register at aapfallstarts.com and there's a false start in the game, the big game this Sunday, you get to win a chance to get free car batteries for life. Wow. So it's, it's a pretty big deal. So, so, so we're rooting for some old linemen just, to get a false just start. Just one false start. We don't want too many. We don't want a, <laughs> a we don't sloppy want a, game. We don't want a sloppy game, but just one false start, and somebody's going to get free car batteries for life. <laughs> okay, all right. Baker, like awesome it. stuff. We wish you all the best as free agency approaches. We hope you find a way to stay in Tampa, but wherever things lead, we're going to continue to root for you in all things you do. There he is, Appreciate Baker it. Mayfield. And, by the way, Baker, you're coming up. Five o'clock Pacific today at the Mandalay Bay Sportsbook, the live Super Bowl Mega Picks podcast, PFTPM, Chris Sims unbuttoned. Be there. It's free. Christ. Christ. Just go scatter to west, right, tight, F left. 372 Y60 spot. Y60 spot. Y60 spot. I am serious. I'm making you nervous, aren't I? I'm making you nervous, aren't I? No, I just couldn't spit it out. No, I just couldn't spit it out. Oh, that's well done. Man. Very well done. Man. So easy, a little kid could do it. Spit the play out, Sims. Spit What's wrong with out. you, Sims? Right. Uh, yes, well, he saw... You, you were so nervous. I was nervous. <laughs> it was, was like so the nervous. third day of training camp. Yeah. I wasn't ready for that play yet. He threw me in with the ones. I was yes. like, oh, no, I haven't said that No, play. you go back from my here, my four plays. I'm going to call my four plays, get in. Hey, Chris, come in. Uh, You're yeah, in. Exactly. Uh, uh, <laughs> what, what's uh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and we you know, Gruden liked to jump on me, 
Yes, yes. <laughs> we sitting there cracking up laughing. Uh, we all standing waiting over the ball like, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. so he, he, he set me up. He set me up. I, I, like, first off, I mean, Derek Brooks, legend, right? And just adding into that moment there, my rookie year, <laughs> my first practice in full pads with this football team <laughs> off the Super Bowl, Yes. When I was stretching, I went. I was the most nervous I was ever for any football thing in my life. Right. I really was because it was the first day we were going to hit, and yeah. the defense was like ready to go. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, "Whoa, the intensity of this has really gone up a lot." And <laughs> that, let alone Gruden's on my case and everybody. I was so nervous. It was the first, like I almost wanted to throw up before practice dealing yes. with these guys. And then he's calling out plays. Oh, yeah. Oh, watch this. They're going to do this. Oh, man, I love doing that. I love doing that to offense. Oh, he did. <laughs> but it, it was fun. Man, you, uh, glad you guys have me on. Oh, it's yeah, great to have on, you on. Super Bowl champion. I mean, uh, listen, Hall of watch. Famer. You guys doing your thing. You're oh, late, though. It. You're right. You were yeah. supposed to be before Baker, but the quarterback, of course, was on time, and the linebacker well, was late. Well, listen, all, right? I, I, all I can do is this. <laughs> he brought pizza, at least. He brought pizza. <laughs> okay, I, I bought pizza. I'm delivering pizza. Okay, all right. It's a good right, start. For my official pizza sponsor, yes. Little Caesars of the NFL. Awesome. So uh, I'm not. I'm going to accept responsibility because I'm a captain. Right. But I'm accept responsibility. But now that I'm here, we're going to perform. Okay. <laughs> it's go time. Uh, <laughs> and you perform well enough to have both of those rings, the Super Bowl 37 ring, the Hall of Fame ring of excellence. When I look at that ring, and it's beautiful, and I love Super Bowl rings, that team you have, when you look back on it, yeah. do you mm-hmm. ever think, man, should have had more than one of these. Yeah, uh, man, of course. And, and that's a very fair question, Mike, because as Chris alluded to, when, when he got here the following year, we brought back of our top 30 players, oh, 28. Right. We were there. Right. But we didn't bring back the right mentality to be in that position. And quite honestly, what I've learned all these years is in the turn asking that question why we didn't, we never started back at the bottom of the mountain. Yeah, right. We were trying to stay at the top and defend right. versus starting that climb back at the and bottom. And everybody else is climbing up. And everybody else is climbing up. And by the time we figured it out, probably, what, halfway during that season? Yeah. We go and we win five out of our we last started, six games. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but right. then we have to depend on another team to beat another team to get in the playoffs. And, and obviously uh, it didn't happen. But I would have liked to have seen if we didn't somehow got in. I think we'd have made a lot of noise. And that's why I appreciate these two teams. Yeah, right. The fact that not just Kansas City and continuing to get here, but even San Francisco two years ago, to go back and be a different football team now than they were then and still be in this position, I have a lot of appreciation, man, for teams that are able to continue to put themselves in this position and understand that. You got some uh, LBs in this game. Oh, right. I mean, Fred Warner being the main guy who's got a lot of, you know, I know Nick Bolton's the man, too. Yeah. Right. Yes. But but like talk about them, because Fred Warner reminds me of you in a lot mm-hmm. of ways. Right. When you were in your prime. Yeah. So when I look at both these guys, the first thing, you know, in comparing the two is their field awareness of the chart. Yeah. Nick has got so much better in their schemes that Coach Spagnuolo has been able to to adjust their schemes and do different things. Yeah, they do a lot, right? Because this young man yeah. has showed the capability to handle it all. Right. Whether it's, it's sewing, you know, rushing, down and rushing, covering the field, one-on-one situations as he's double-covering slot receivers, tight ends. Right. He's been able to do that, and it's particularly, like, you know, spying on the quarterbacks, too, in the athleticism. When I look at Fred, he's done a great job, him and Greg Greenlaw, of complementing each other. Yeah, right. And when you look at how D'Amico used them together, versus how Coach Wilkes is using them together. Right. That skill set doesn't allow two different coordinators to do the same thing. It's because of that skill set. Yeah, right. So I see them both, Chris, being able to play in space because it's a more of a passing league now. Yep. And they tackle well. Right. Incredible. That's a, I mean, the lost art of tackling. Right. In today's game, it, it – it, it makes me puke sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, well, everybody's so into stripping the ball, too, where yes. they don't tackle the right way. Wait, so I want to ask you this. Well, hang on a second. Okay, Why do you ahead. think it's gotten that yeah, way, that tackling is a lost art? Because, you know, so, so, so many teams – now, obviously, because I'm, I'm on the, the appeals hearing officer for fines. And when I talk to players that are getting fined, is hey, the governments are making the game safer. We're definitely moving in that direction. But that does not – give you an excuse, man, not to grab someone. Just grab them and bring them down. Right. 
You're not trying to hit them down no more. Right. Guys are too athletic now. They're bouncing off hits. Right. You know, just give them the shoulder. Give them the trying shoulder. To hit a hard hey, head how there about and... go ahead, wrap them right. up? As I told one one defensive player, I'll keep his name nameless in the process. I say, go. Why, what are you afraid to get intimate with your opponent about? He say, get intimate. What are you talking about, right. Mr. Brooks? I say, that's what a tackle is. Right. It's a very intimate relationship where you're grabbing someone. Right. And you're not going to jail because you're grabbing them. Right, right. How about grab them? Right. Bring them down to the ground. Don't lose your money. Exactly. Right. So I just say that is the loss. And I don't think, Mike, they, they practice it enough. I really don't. And that's yeah. the CBA thing from right. 2011. Yes. Took mm-hmm. away padded practices, made things less intense, gives the players. And there's a balance but to strike. Co- it's it's yeah. a balance. But you, you, but, you but never learn how to have, tackle. Coaches have a choice of how to script practice. Yeah. They can script going through these drills and doing it. You don't have to go through the physical bringing a guy down. Oklahoma drill. Yes, you right. don't have to do that to right. practice tackling. Right. You just have to emphasize it in doing it. Yeah. And to me, I don't I don't waver in the sand with this because I wasn't known as a big hitter, striker. I was a tackler. Yeah. Just get him I, to the ground. Get him to the ground. Grab right. him and bring him down to the ground. On that point. And you haven't had to deal with this yet because it's not illegal yet, but it feels like the wind is blowing very strongly against the hip drop tackle. Mm. What are your opinions on that? I think it's a time, me, and me and my good friend, Mr. Vincent, yeah. you know, we've, we go through our discussions about that. Right. And one particular play that's playing college that happened to Jordan Travis. Yeah. I saw that was an effort play that a young man was, was hustling down the field, grabbed a guy, bring him down. It's certain, it's certain angles yeah. that – are part of making a tackle. When you're coming from the side right. and you grab a guy in that area, your body weight and your momentum is going to take you to the side versus you coming from behind someone, grabbing, pulling back. Right. There's a very big difference in those two. So do you call them the same? Do you say both are hip drop tackles or do you rename one after the other? And I look at the play against the, the tight end, uh, Andrews against. Yeah, yeah the Bengals. Uh, the Bengals. Right. That was a good tackle to me. Yeah. You look at the way that that, that kid's angle came and the way that he was going, well, he was not trying to pull back. He was trying to grab. He's just trying to get anything he's he trying to grab. He's trying to grab. Right. He grab, grab to the side and momentum roll. Right. That's how that happened. It wasn't a grab from behind and pull back. Now, we did have, we did have certain instances yeah, that were egregious. Egregious where right. someone grabbed, wrapped around, and rolled a guy back. That is definitely a tackle that I don't want to see. Why wasn't this more of a thing, though, when we, like, in our day, right? I mean, you know, well, Chris, we didn't see as many of this. Like, it wasn't, it became like a fad where guys started to realize, wait, this is a pretty effective way to get it down. Well, you get Because I don't remember you doing that, No, because really. guys now being in, in more open, open field tackling positions. Right. Just now the, than ever before right. because the game has evolved. Right. And it's more of an open game and the rules are, the rules are more offensive now. Yeah. So you're not getting it, you know, with us, we were big on pursuit, drilling, gang tackling. Right. You're not necessarily seeing that now because the ball is out and players are in space and this is just an evolution, yeah. you know, of that. And you know the game, you know, obviously we, we have to make it more safer to protect. Yep. Right. And make that investment in doing it. Right. What's the toughest issue for you to balance and resolve? What what type of thing? Is it use of the helmet? Is it something else? Well, the, uh, you know, I always tell guys that in the fine process, James Thrash and I, we do not find. We're, we're the appeals officers. NFL ops, John Runyon, that crew, they do that. And, Mike, what, what is tough is our tolerance level when it comes to certain things as use of helmet. What is our tolerance level yeah. when, it, when it gets to that? Defenseless receiver, what is the tolerance level? Right. And what do you mean by tolerance level? Like tolerance, where, where to, does it go too far? Tolerance level mean in terms of the environment of the play. Right. Because I'm looking at it from a replay, slow-mo, versus a guy on the field that's live action, the official making a call that's live. Where does the environment where is that in the tolerance level to see that? Yes, I can govern a play because I can wind it, I can dissect it, I can slow it down. But, hey, you mean to tell me when it's fourth and goal, Super Bowl's on the line yeah, this weekend. Right. You think someone that's an ISO play, you think someone is Not thinking gonna, about use of, exactly, use of helmet? Right. The fullback, the running back, they're no all going to No one is thinking head. about use of helmet. Right. That won't get fine. And we understand that because that's part of but a tolerance level that I struggle sometimes in the open field. Yeah. I try to boil it down when a player has a choice, especially right. when it gets to a running back now, when the running backs now for this past two years 
started the use of helmet. When they had a choice to do something else, I tend to try to educate them on the choice. Right. Not more or less the decision. Right. Like, hey, here are your choices. How in this how in this city could you see a better choice than what you chose to do based on the environment? Right. What kind of feedback do you get from the league when you overturn their fines? Oh, it's it's, it's great dialogue. Now, do they like it? No. Do the union love it? Yes. But it's vice versa. <laughs> so, you know, our position was is a, the only CBA-created position. So I already know once we signed that, hey, we're going to have half that are happy, half that are sad. But here's what I, I love about the, the leadership now in both entities. We're, they're encouraging effective communication. Where years ago when we played, the appeals officer wasn't part of the health and safety right, committee. Right. The appeals officer wasn't presented to the competition committee. I get a chance since I've been in this position to be and do that. I get a chance to be in front of teams. I never heard from the appeals officer when I played. Right. But through the, the union and the league's partnership now, they are allowed, allowing me and serving this position to do that in the communication piece is outstanding. Tell us what you have going on with the Little Caesars, and then we oh, have quickly, one more important question for you quick, after that. <laughs> quickly, so the orange box here represents Little Caesars Pizza, uh, our official pizza sponsor, and we have a pick six slices and sticks promotion Whoa. for Super Bowl. Damn. Now, You're putting uh, on the quarterbacks like that, huh? Exactly. Six, so uh, the hex uh, is on them. So fortunately, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm used to being in this position of, of having oh, pick Super Bowl pick sixes, yeah, huh? So thank yeah. you, Chris. Yeah. I appreciate that. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what I'm encouraging all of our friends to do is go download the Little Caesars app. Once you download the app, accept the pick six slices and sticks challenge. Once you do that, now you got to spend a little bit of coin, okay? You got to order. All right. All right, let's be, you got to yeah. order. But once you do that, you enter into the contest. And now you sit back and you root for either defense to have a pick six. They score, you win a slices okay. and sticks pizza. You're, so you're I'm the rooting. guy to do this. Right, right. So I'm, I like both defenses. Yeah. I like pick sixes. Yeah. So I want someone to uh, score a touchdown via an interception. In the Super Bowl, and personally, I love it to be the 49ers because I got to pick John and Kyle to win. Yeah, that's right. And if it's one of those two linebackers, man, oh, oh, yeah, you're now they be get going a chance crazy. to beat, oh, be the MVP oh, linebacker. Oh, oh, oh my God! Man. Now I, I have a lot of runway in conversation. All right. All right. I, I wanted to ask you one more, but we got to go. All right. We got to go. We got to oh, go. God. I know. Quick. All right. All right. Back, back. You got it? Well, I got, got it. it. We used to room. Dungy back in Disney, whatever, uh-huh. right? It was alphabetical order. Yes. Except for you oh. <laughs> with Brooks and Sap. B and S doesn't go next to each other. But what? They Sometimes put you do. with Sap? Why? So you had a babysitter? You had well, to make sure well, he wasn't going too crazy? Yeah, well, Coach Dungy had the magical talent to manipulate. I guess he used a Greek alphabet when it came to <laughs> Uh, But he had to make sure that a B and an S were right next to each other because the greater good of the team. (laughs) Well said, Mr. Brooks. Perfect way to end it. That's one Hall of Famer, Derek Brooks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. For the world's greatest athletes. This is the showdown we've been waiting for. There is nothing like competing on the world's biggest stage. And when that stage is Paris, anything can happen. I have never seen anything like this. How about that? An Olympics unlike any other. What a performance! The Paris Olympics. This summer on NBC and streaming on Peacock. At the theater, more than the movies come to life. Movie lovers march in and skip the line with digital tickets to the latest movies on the free Fandango app. Ready to grab some snacks. And head to the best seats in the house for a night of romance, terror, and quality family screen time. 
visit Fandango.com or download the app today for your ticket to the movies. Las Vegas site of Super Bowl 58, which is just coming up in a matter of days as we work through the week here at Radio Row with plenty of great guests. And one of the greatest of all time joins us now at the quarterback position. He is the legendary. The legendary. Dan Marino. What's Thank up, Dan? Guys. What's going on? The yeah, man. The guys are looking good. The legendary. Feeling good. That's great. Yeah. Like the thrower of throwers, right? Best like, arm ever. One of the first times. He doesn't even remember uh, this. When he was quarterback challenge, I was growing up, and I'd be there. And I do he, remember that. He'd be getting ready to go out there and, you know, throw lasers and hit some target. And he'd be like, he'd be warm like, up. warm up. He'd always be like, hey, 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 little Phil or whatever. And he'd start throwing the ball at me real hard. Like, little crap. Phil. Yeah, yeah. I didn't call you little no, Phil. No, you didn't. You didn't. You, you definitely did Or maybe did. I did. I don't no, know. No, no, a lot of people did. But I just, yeah, I don't know. But you were always great to me, and I appreciated that, Thank man. you, man. Thank you. How many yards in the year 2023 would Dan Marino throw for? So I get this question a lot, and I know I don't have to prove it, so I would say at least 6,000. <laughs> right? I don't have to Are prove you it. amazed? Like, what is it, right? that, what is it that jumps Plus out to you Plus, you get an extra game, too. An That's extra true. game, the yeah. pick plays, all oh, these yeah. formations and things. you throwing it sideways, the completion rate's way up. Does it know? drive you crazy seeing some just, of that? Like, this no, is a I think it's actually, now, I know. You know? It doesn't drive me crazy, <laughs> right. but I can see that if you're doing it, yeah, if you're a quarterback, you want to do it. Right. Right, because all the advantages you get. But uh, we always threw the ball. You know, everything was down, down the field, field, high to low. You know, never were, you know, we never threw RPOs or, you know, the quick screens. Yes, right. If you get the right numbers and stuff, that we never did any of that. It's comical watching old games that you played or, you know, yeah. my father, if you, yeah. because yeah. it's like every throw is 25 yards down the field. Yeah, yeah. or and you're throwing a little check down. Or you're yeah. throwing or a check Or you're down. waiting for or you're waiting yeah. for the big one, and you're sitting there patting the ball yeah. ready to yeah. throw one of your lasers yeah. there. Yeah. Um, but what, what, who's a play caller right now in football that you kind of look at and go, man, I'd love to be like in that offense and, and run the show there. Oh, wow. Um, I guess I mean, because of the success that they've had together is Andy Reid and yeah. Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, right. You know, how do you get over the last thing? What? Three Super Bowls the last four years? Yeah. Three yeah, of the last yeah, four, three or four, six years. straight I AFC mean, championships. That's, that's pretty strong. Yeah. You know, right there. Uh, um, so. Just to see what they're doing. I think everybody does the same stuff. Yeah. It's just the philosophy. You know, right. it's like how do you attack it with the people you have? You know, that's my thing was always like how do we run plays according to who we have? Yeah. You know, so it's uh, it's interesting. That's who I'd say right now, probably Andy Reid. Still working with the Dolphins. You'll forever be identified with the Dolphins. What do they need right now to get – past the first round of the playoffs and maybe get as far as the Super Bowl? Yeah, I think uh, just continue to grow. I think we've grown a lot over the last couple years, especially with Mike and Tua in, in the offense and defensive. I think we played pretty damn good last last year defensively until I know it's an excuse, but we got Bad you know, decimated with a decimated. lot of injuries. That's and right. Then, you know, and uh, and Waddle didn't play every week, right. and then, you know that that kind of thing. Charles, Jalen Phillips, I mean, yeah, those are big Jaylen, people to lose. Yeah, right. so I think we just got to continue to grow, uh, keep the people that we love, and uh, and go from there. But I I, I I do believe if we didn't have all those injuries, we'd have, we could have won a playoff game for sure. Something Chris has brought up in the past, and I think that it's 100 percent accurate. There's, not to say they're not tough, but they're. Maybe needs to be a little more in your face, a little more I'll kick your ass and take your lunch money attitude coming from the players that maybe that isn't there all the time. Are we inaccurate in that perception? Um, are you talking about just a Pacific team? Or this team, the Dolphins, right now, right now. No, no, I wouldn't say that at all. I think our guys uh, love the game. They they want to kick ass, like you said, yeah. I mean, for sure. Uh, but... Once again, you know, you're going to have questions if, if you don't win at the end of the year. Yeah, and that's kind of, you right. know, that, I mean, that's just part of it. The perception and, starts And everybody's grown up. They understand it. You right. know, that's part of it. Right. Yeah, I, you know, just it's the passing offense, the yeah. warm weather dolphins, all that, right? right? The perception is they're not gritty enough. But uh, you feel like that's in place there. They can. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. Once again, I mean, yeah. continue to grow. And, you know, we had an opportunity where we could have had home field advantage. It didn't work out. But that's, yeah. you yeah. know, that, that's part of it. Sometimes you got to go on the road and win and it's it's tough that's why getting to this game is so hard tough, the nfl right. i mean it's no joke and i was telling a lot of people this with our m&m's deal it's a getting a ring of comfort right a ring of comfort for those who didn't win super bowls oh, so that's oh, what this done. is about and bruce well met's in it with me and to 
and uh, Scarlett Johansson. Wow. And she's in it. Damn. Because I guess she didn't win two She hasn't won a Super Bowl either. either. Oh, well, she didn't win a Super Bowl either. You said Scarlett. Yeah, she didn't win a Super Bowl. But, yeah, you're right. Um, so, so, yeah, it's just it's a fun thing. Cool. And um, and if you want to go see it, if anybody's in Vegas, right. you want to go see it, it's at the M&M store. Oh, the man. The actual ring with right. diamonds in it and the whole thing. Oh, wow. Peanut butter M&Ms and peanut M&Ms are one of my favorites for yeah, when I best. have the munchies at yeah. night. I'm a go-to at in that night, department. Every night. At night. And, and afternoon. I wanna, and morning. I want to, like, talk a little bit just because, I mean, I, I think so much of you. But – I wanted to hear you kind of wax poetically about this guy that's in the game. I mean, 15 Mahomes has right. reached Marino, Elway, Montana status, right? When you're on the field with them or watching them on TV, what, what is it about Mahomes where you just go, wow? So, I mean, first thing that you look for in all those kind of players is how competitive are they? You yeah. know, they really, right. you know, want to compete, want to beat you at the end, like, right. you know, Take your heart away. That like kind of you thing. when you just have the veins and the well, red well, face. Well, thank you. You're saying that, but I mean, that. but like Mahomes, that's what he is. Yeah. Like he's a competitor. He wants to win every game, like all quarterbacks do. But same time, he has that talent. He has a special as far as it's just arm strength, his yeah. ability to throw from different angles, and and I think he's underrated on his ability to escape the pocket and make plays outside the pocket. I mean, he's probably the best in the league at that. He's a magician, right? Yeah. 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 And, and, it's not and about blessed, running. Blessed with right. the arm talent, too. So, right. Yeah, all that combined, you know, he's 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 special that way. You, you think he can catch Brady with seven? I think if he gets if he gets this one. It's going to get interesting. Yeah. 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 It, it's, it's, it does. Seven's it like, just a lot, whoa, though, isn't it? That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's crazy. But one of the things I, I say, Dan, it. you know, and you went through this, when you get into your 30s and you've seen a lot and you understand a lot and you can still do what you've always done, you get better. Yeah. yeah. He's going to get better. Oh, there's no doubt he's going to get better. And, it's, it's, and if they can continue to put the right people around him, uh, which is important, you know, you got to have that. You, you could be a great quarterback, but if you don't have help, you're, you're not going anywhere. So. You know, that's the one thing I would say that, that they need to continue to, to do as a team is put real real players around them. Can, can he spin it? Can he throw it? Oh, yeah. That's the that. first things I heard him come out of his mouth, right? <laughs> like my dad was telling him, I, hey, Christopher's a pretty good little quarterback. And he, like, looked at my dad and was like, Phil, can he really throw it? Like, and your dad said, yeah, he yeah. can really throw it. I'm so, like, well, that's all I need to hear. That's so, it. Yeah. So, but, but I, so we hit on Mahomes. You know, who, who are some other guys, like, that you look at to go, wow, in football when you watch them throw or, like, go, man, well, They're that's, all different. You yeah. know, I, I I thought Tua played great this he year. Did. I mean, he, yeah. with the, uh, you know, with, like I said, with some of the injuries, offensive line late late in the year, yeah. it, we kind of fell off a little bit. But I, I thought he had a terrific year that he continued to grow with. And, and um, you know, one thing I was impressed with is his accuracy and his timing this year. That really developed a man. lot. Right. Yeah. And stepping into – you know Mike, Mike's uh, offense and yeah. getting that down because it's a little bit different. Right, it's a different offense, and so him, Josh Allen, all those guys. Like you know, Josh, Josh Allen, when you see him throw, are you sometimes yeah, yeah, like, "Holy was, crap!" Yeah, he can right? throw. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, like down it's, the it's, field, velocity, all that. He it's can, your level throw. of throw there. Well, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. The, those is. guys, and he is such a physical player, you know. And then Lamar Jackson, what he can do right. with a football. And, right. Yeah, he's he's been impressive too. Did he win an MVP? No, it's coming, but oh, I think it'll happen. Tomorrow night. It's tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's but it's, it's, it's kind okay. of inevitable. Well, yeah, I, I would think so. Yeah. What is it that we would have to say to the owner of the Dolphins, Stephen Ross, to get him to bring back the old uniforms all the time? <laughs> we hear from Dolphins fans all the time. Yeah, they, so on behalf of all Dolphins fans, they want the throwbacks to be the permanent uniforms. What do we have to do to get Mr. Ross to bring them back? I, I don't think he will because <laughs> that was kind of his baby. You yeah. know what I mean? And uh, I, I'd like to see him come back, too, because they look great, especially when we have those games, you know, where they're wearing the, the throwbacks. Uh, but at the same time, he owns the team, and he's, yeah. He's I, I, I don't shots. think he wants to hear that question anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just, this is yeah, his just better leave it alone. Yeah, leave it alone. How about in your career, right? I know you went to the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 19. Uh what was your – maybe this was your – was that your best team you were ever on? Or what was the team where you went, oh, uh, man, that was a year, you know, yeah, we yeah. lost in the championship or divisional game and we, we could have won there it. There was a few that, yeah. that year for sure. Right. Um, then a couple of years later, we uh, 
Was he it had, next year uh, when you lost to Pittsburgh? No, the next year we lost to New England. New England, that's right. Yeah, and then they we lost to, to play the Bears. And, you and then the when Bears. we got like we got uh, Keith Byers and, and Keith Jackson, right. and we still had Duper Clayton, right? You know, and then we and that's the year I tore my Achilles. Uh, so I felt really good about that. That, that was team. That we had team a chance. Like, yeah, we that had was a chance. Ninety-five, we, maybe. That was like ninety-two. We like, they went ninety-two, ninety-three, something like that. Yeah, I think ninety-two. Right. Yeah, but we had a chance there, and then we played Buffalo another time in the AFC Championship yeah, game. Yeah, right. And lost down that. home. Yeah, at home, and uh, but those were the teams I would say we had our best chance. Yeah, yeah. You 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 look at it back in those days too, like you know. As far as the way you guys played, your offense, all of that, it's it was it was like for me as a young kid, I was amazed yeah. by it. Um, I, I guess where I wanted to go with it is, uh, uh, let me just turn it this way: Who were some of the best teams you played against? You think in your NFL career, like who who were some of the teams that jump out to you to go, oh my gosh? Well, special. the 49ers, the, that the team, team. We, yeah, the team we lost to, yeah. they were really good. I mean, we kind of got all the publicity because we broke all the records, all the passing and, and all, all that, the passing records, and you know we had a we only lost two games. They only lost one. And then you look back on it, and their defense was rated right. number one in, like, every category. People forget that. They forget that, yeah. Right. In every category, they were number one. And then, and then you had Joe and, and, and what he was able to do, which is amazing. And uh, so that made it tough. And then playing the Steelers, you know, some of those years with Cowher, they were yeah. always a good football team. Right. New England had a little stretch there where they were good. But then, you know, playing Buffalo. We played Buffalo. I mean, we incredible. had to get through Buffalo. Right. To get to the Super Bowl, and we lost to them quite a few times in the playoffs right. over the years. Yeah. And, you know that I, I think they held us back a little bit from that from getting another chance. Yeah, you mentioned you mentioned the '84 49ers only lost to one team all year. Do you remember who they lost to? Uh, hmm. The team that should have drafted you a year earlier. Oh, the Steelers. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Oh wow. wow. Is that right? Okay. Do you do you ever like wonder, man, if they just because they they thought they were going to have Terry Bradshaw? Sure, he got for hurt. several he more years, hurt. and he had the elbow thing, and never. I played like one game against the Jets that year, and then he was done. Um, you ever wish they just would have realized, you know, it's not going to be a problem. It's not going to be awkward. We don't know how long yeah. he's going to be here. I could have been Steelers quarterback and, you know, finish this journey of high school, growing up, college, right. and be the Steelers quarterback. I do think about it, and uh, I think at the time it, was, it, it, it would have been a lot of fun and, 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 and growing up back in Pittsburgh and being a part of it. But I also think there was a, there was a spot in my mind that wanted me to go somewhere else. Just to mature and to you know to be living on your own the whole thing and understand what it is like in other places, but then, yeah, if I'd have went there, we could have done some damage. Could have been something. Yeah, we could have been something. Some Tell us one more time about your deal with M and M's. Oh, we got uh, the so we're doing a ring. M and M's is doing a ring. Uh, it's called for the uh, what's that? What did I call it again? Sorry, the ring of comfort. The ring of comfort. I screwed it up. You got it. Yeah, the ring of comfort, and it's uh. It's at the M&M store, yeah. and there's diamonds, diamonds in it, peanut butter, M&Ms, uh, and the one thing it's uh, is cool is the commercials will be a lot of fun. And T.O., we got T.O., we got Bruce Smith, and we got Scarlett Johansson in there. And uh, uh, so it was a lot of fun making it, and the ring of comfort for those who are not champions, uh, you just got to accept this, uh, man. At least I got that ring going you got, for me. You do. You got some I got other that stuff ring. I got some other rings, yeah, yeah but this, okay. this one is special this, this week. This one's special this week. We know that. <laughs> All right, that. last thing before you go that I want to just hit you with, who's the best player you played against in your career? Who's the one guy when I say that you just go, wow, he was unreal? Um, on a defensive side? You can go either way. I don't care. So defensive side, I'm going to go with Bruce Smith because go I had to play with him so twice much. Or twice yeah, a year. Yeah, yeah, twice a year, three, three times, times a year. Three times a year, right. You know, that defense is pretty strong. Yeah, they were strong. Uh, you know, LT, I only played against him like three times. Yeah, right, yeah, right. He was pretty special yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LT yeah. probably talked more than Bruce Smith, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, for, <laughs> yeah. Wearing right. sunglasses. But um, an offensive player, I mean, I always thought Elway. I had yeah. such respect for him. Yeah, yeah, I know you did. Yeah. There he is, one of the all-time greats, one of the greatest throwers of the football you, ever since they first invented a football, Dan Marino. We'll be back with more PFT Live Dan right after this. Dan the man. Thank you. Thank you, guys. betting partner of the NFL and for Super Bowl 58 new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly download the app and use the promo code PFT live when you sign up DraftKings Sportsbook the, the crown, crown is, is yours. yours and please wager responsibly all right Christopher we have a little break as we await Max Crosby okay the Raiders I'm gonna have fun with Max Crosby. pass rusher I'm gonna have fun 
In what I, way? Well, I want to... Have Are you, you going to ask him whether or not those cigars have tobacco in them? Well, definitely. That's the uh, without a doubt, <laughs> right? Okay. And then the second <laughs> thing too is, you know, like you saw the mic'd up thing where he he calls Gardner Minshew little boy the whole time. Like I did not see that. Oh, it's really hilarious. He calls Gardner Minshew like the whole game, little boy, little boy. Hey, little boy, get up, little boy. Does all that. So I feel like I want to call him that and see see how he reacts. Hopefully, he doesn't beat my ass. We'll have it. We'll play it when he uh, when he shows up. But until then, how about some prop bets for Super Bowl Fifty Eight? What's the better bet, Christopher? Patrick Mahomes has over two hundred sixty point five passing yards, or Brock Purdy from the Forty ers goes over two forty six point five. Wow, that's uh, that's those are tough ones right there. I think if you're gonna make me choose this one right here this week. I'm going to take Mahomes. I am. I'm going to go with Mahomes in this. Too much space in this 49ers defense as of late. You've heard me say, too, that I think they got to change, right? they got to be more aggressive in this matchup than they've been in the, the first two rounds of the playoffs. And I also think within that, that's going to lead to some man-to-man, and that'll be something the Chiefs like as well. So uh, this, is a, this is kind of – they're both kind of right on the spot there. But I'm going to go with Mahomes the way this 49ers defense has been playing. Mahomes is at the over just 9 of 19 games this season. Yeah, but lot. Jared Goff had 273 in the NFC Championship right. against the 49ers. So there's yards to be gained there, there against that San Francisco defense. And we know, we know that Patrick Mahomes is going gonna, is gonna to get his yards – whenever and wherever he can. It's, it's, this, I don't feel necessarily comfortable about either one of these because I can look at a Brock Purdy and go, well, they might run the football, right? And McCaffrey, and we talked about the Ravens and how they blew it not running the football on a kind of undermanned defensive tackle position for the Chiefs right now. The Derek Nottie situation not in there, right? So I, I can see the 49ers attacking them that way. And we know, like you just said, the, the, the Chiefs have not been the Chiefs of old where it's just let it fly and throw the ball all over the parking lot. I think another thing we have to account for is the possibility that somebody's going to build a lead. Nothing will jack up passing yards like one team being behind by multiple scores. And the way the 49ers yeah. have been starting slowly, right. I could see the Chiefs throwing the ball a lot early to build the lead racking up passing yards from Mahomes, and then the 49ers in position where they got to go one-dimensional, and Purdy getting a bunch of passing yards too. I would not be shocked to see this game go high-scoring in a lot of ways, right? I could see it being 20-17. to 17. I could see it being 38-35. I really could. Uh, it, you know, and again, I think a lot of it is going to be dictated about you know, what curveballs, how teams approach this game. Is there going to be something they do a lot different? But we've seen in this game, too, you know, even if teams get off to slow starts, at some point it usually starts to explode somehow, some way. And, and I expect a moment like that in this football game. Rushing yards yeah. for Super Bowl 58, the best bet to have the most. And here are the odds. Christian McCaffrey, obviously the favorite at minus 235. Then Isaiah Pacheco of the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes next. There's the water dragon, Brock Purdy, at 40-1. to 1. That one's kind of interesting because we know yeah. and we've seen what right. he can do. And if it becomes a high-scoring pass fest, all it takes is a couple of those, break the pocket, slip through the crack, Definitely. take off 30, 40 yards, and you're going to be the rushing leader in the game. Yeah, no, I, 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 I look at both running backs and go, they could certainly be the leaders. You know, I would be shocked if the 49ers don't line up, uh, rely on McCaffrey and ride him a little bit, especially with all the crazy stuff Spagnola does on defense. That'll calm them down a little bit, right? Pacheco, you just kind of said it. The Chiefs, they don't throw all that much. So, that, you know, that's there. I hear you, though. I think sneaky candidates for this one, if you want to, like, take a shot, are the quarterbacks, right? I could see it being a game where... You know, again, the 49ers run defense has been pretty good for the most part. Uh, Chiefs going all in on the stop the run, and you get some scrambles and some big plays that way. And, and look here. here. The hell with the prop bets because we There he is. Max no more prop Crosby. bets for now. We can't shake his What's right up? hand. Oh, we can't up, shake his right yeah, hand. Well, how are you? Yep. How are you? Careful. Good yep. to see Max you. Max Crosby, Raiders defensive end. Good well, to see you. Absolutely, man. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me. Incredible on. year, good year. I want to, like, I want to. Me- I was told him I wanted to mess with you, right? He, I, mean, he, I want to. I wanted to come out and just go, hey, what's up, little boy? 
Hey, little boy. Get up, little boy. Yeah. Nice to see you, little boy. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, I mean, was afraid you might whoop my ass, yeah. but I, I hope mean, you right do. right now is your best bet because I'm all, I, you know, You're I got one a few surgeries. So, yeah. But it's funny, man. I got a bone to pick with you, too. I know you always give me give the Raiders a hard time. So. Oh, Ooh, go, man. go. Let's you do it. give my Raiders Let's a hard time. I, I mean, you got to put some respect on us oh, a little bit. I, I, a little bit. You know, I, it's all love at the end of the day. I but. know. I mean, you get, you got to show the Raiders a little bit more respect. I, I'm 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 actually surprised you're here. Uh, you're saying that. I feel like somebody he sh- talks shit about the Raiders all yeah. the time. Don't I, let me lie I, to I, you. No, I already know, and, and I, and do I love not. it. I'm not calling you out. No. I'm just, I'm hey, just being you're real. calling me out. Just but a little I like bit. It. It's okay. It's all good. I respect no, it. You know. I wonder what I said though. That like, because I'm a fan of your coaches. Right? I'm, I mean, so um, where, where did I go wrong? Like, no, let I me mean, know the one thing that's popping in your there brain There's a couple things that yeah. trigger me. I know there's times you talked about our defense early on. You're like, you know, they don't, they don't really have, you know, I said a guy you're the only blue D- chip guy. Yeah, I I'm like, right. I, I got a lot of great teammates. You know, Jack Jones, yeah. Robert Spillanes. Right. You know, we got a lot of guys. And I feel like as the season went on, people got to really see that. So. Yeah. You know, for me, I'm always be protective of my, my no, guys no. at the Raiders. You're so. totally cool with that. Yeah, no, I actually I appreciate really it. appreciate you coming in and coming laying down the law like oh, yeah, that. Yeah, always, I do. man. I gotta 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 represent the shield. All I'm right. Out. So, all right. Now that you got me all fl- flummoxed and, and nervous <laughs> over here, okay? I love it. All right, you <laughs> jerk. All right. <laughs> what, 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 tell me about your little boy thing, though, because I was telling him a little bit before you came on air, right? I saw you with the, I think it was the the Colts game with Gardner Minshew. Yeah, yeah. And is this a normal thing you break out, or do you just break it out tactically every now and then um you know it's funny like in practice like it's something i always do like if you talk to brian hoyer or like jimmy g or any of the guys right. like Derek cars any of the dudes that have been quarterback <laughs> with me like that's something i always do and it's not just quarterbacks like it's running backs linemen whoever it is like right. i'm always trying to find an advantage and, and get in people's heads so for me i'm usually not the one that starts it but like if there's something that like triggers me a little bit i'm yeah. like i'm going all the way yeah so like i don't want i wouldn't say i want to i don't want to get there but like once I start, like, there's no stopping. And with Minshew, it was the same thing. And people don't even realize. They finally, like, showed what happened. Right. And I knocked him down. I tried to help him up. And he, like, pulled he his pulled hand away. He pulled away. He didn't want to do And yeah. I'm like, all right, bet. So yeah. I was on him the whole game. So that triggered you. Immediately. Like, I was like, that's all I needed. Yeah, that's all I needed. So that's kind of usually how it goes. Down. You're a psycho. You know a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. Okay. You played the whole year with a knee injury, too. How hard was it to answer the bell each and every week to keep going and going and going until the end of the season? Um, I think the hardest thing was just like the mental side of it because I'm so routine oriented. Every single day I do, I have my day planned out. I know exactly what time I'm eating, rehabbing, everything like that. So I'm a guy that never misses practice. Like my yeah. whole year, like I've never missed a you game. You don't miss a play. I, I don't mean, miss play. Yeah, yeah, like I'm always out there. So having to like be limited in practice and get three reps instead of, you know, eight. Right. And then kind of going through that and then doing a lot more work in the weight room away from the team. Like, that was a that was the biggest challenge for me was just the mental part. But like, I have great guys, you know, the Rick Slates, the guys in our training, you know, training staff that have helped me. Like, they made it a lot easier. Just listen, this is what we're gonna do. Buy yeah. in, and you're gonna be just fine. So I really had to just trust my foundation and trust the work and people around me. How, how do you find that blend, right? Because uh, I your your stamina is incredible, but yet you need to be explosive, right? Yeah. And also like. Uh, you're, you're not like you're naturally a big guy. You're not super jacked, and yeah. I'm not trying to say that no, to be good. like you know what I mean. No, like you don't good. have biceps or triceps, yeah. but I know you're strong as hell. I watch you on film every yeah. week, yeah. right? So how do you find that balance of like being strong as hell, pliable, and explosive, and, and kind of and work that? Yeah, it really comes down to the, the everyday everyday process. Like I train basically all year round, and like we play Denver Week 18. Next day, I'm rehabbing, still on meal prep. That hasn't stopped. Like, all year round, I'm dialed in, 365. So, you know, you see a lot of guys. There's a lot of dudes that look like Goliath. Exactly, right. Stiff as a board and right. can't go rush or bend. Or, you know what I mean? So, for me, it's about how can I be the best player on a, day, on, a, on a play-to-play basis. And, like, that's how I feel like I separate myself. Because when I first came to the league, they're like, oh, he's a skinny white dude. All he can do is pass right. rush. And I was like, all right, watch what I can do. I know I can play the run. And now... I'm one of the best run defenders as well. So it's like I want to be the best on at everything I do, and it requires 365 all, all, all year so round. So it's a work. conscious effort to stay pliable and not be totally jacked and too tight and all that. 100%. Yeah. Like, I mean, a look is one thing. Like, I have Serbian roots. Like, Luka Doncic, you would look at him and be like, oh, he's not the strongest guy, but he's bullying people out there. Definitely. So, right. you know, we have similar roots. The Jokic is Serbian. Yeah. I mean, right. it's my mom. Is, they're all Serbian. Yeah, so. Eastern European. Eastern European. Right. Like, we're not the most shredded to the right. core. Just but like big dudes. Yeah, but if, you know, you talk to the old linemen and stuff that play, the, you know, I'm just as quick as strong. So I try yeah. to be all those in one. Yeah. At what sure. point in your life did the 
light go off that I can do this, that I'm going to be special as an athlete? Um, honestly, the confidence started my uh, redshirt year in college. Um, I had never played DN until my senior year of high school, so that's why I didn't have a bunch of offers. I had no film going into my last year. And I went to a camp at Eastern, and they were like the worst team in D1 at the time, and I just wanted a D1 offer. That's yeah. all, all that mattered. Right. So they offered me before I even played the position. Right. And um, I went there. I was like, I'm trying to play right away. I was like 200 10 like 212 pounds when i got to eastern <laughs> little boy i was i was a little boy then um but at the same time like can't measure heart like i went into re into those red shirt that red shirt year and just went on scout team and just tried to wreck the practice every right. single day right and i was traveling you know the scout team player of the week travels every week i won like literally every week oh uh, that's cool so that was like that's where the confidence started i'm going against andrew wiley ironically ends up being the chief starting right tackle so we're playing each other in the league and I've been going against this guy and in, in when I first started playing the position so um, it really started there um, and I think that was the biggest year of my career like really learning how to play the position it, you, go ahead Got you it. were very vocal about Antonio Pierce becoming the head coach of the team to the point where you kind of suggested if it doesn't work out that way you may have to make some decisions about your own career we were, we were rooting for it too, yeah. just so you know. And we so ran, in, we ran into. I wasn't going to drop him. We ran into him, and we were hanging out with him and talking to him. So we we know him. Yeah. Um, did you get the feeling it was kind of it could go either way? I mean, did you think that I better say something now? If I don't, they're not going to realize they need piece. to keep this guy yeah. the, as the head coach. Yeah. Um, honestly, you know, there's obviously a lot of stuff that people don't know behind the scenes. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's we went through the situation before. Um, you know, I, a lot of guys spoke up, not just myself, but Derek, a lot of guys, and then we went a different direction. And, um, you know, it, it happened. It's in the past. It's over with. But, I mean, we started from scratch again, and we set ourselves back. And, um, you know, for me as a player, like, I want to – like, I'm going to my sixth year already. Like, it flies by. It does, And, man. you know, I'm – I know for myself, like, my messaging wasn't like, screw the Raiders, I want to leave. Like, I want to be here. Everyone knows that. I right. have the Raiders shield tag. You're a Raider. Like, You're I'm a Raider, Raider to the day I die. Yeah, no you question. Are. But I just want everybody in the building to be thinking the same way. Like, every year I show the guys, I show up, I'm there 6 a.m. in the offseason when nobody's in the building. I want everyone thinking like that from the front office to the janitor. I don't care who it is. We want to win and be a Super Bowl team. Like, I want everyone thinking like that. How can I get better every single day? So that's how I carry myself, and that's kind of what my message was. Like, if we're not trying to win, like, right. if we're going to start from scratch again, like, that means all my D linemen are gone again. It's happened a bunch of times. <laughs> the whole defense, new coaches, everything. And, like, then I got to, you know, it's not like it's a liability. I love being a leader and doing what I do, but it's like I don't want to start from scratch again. And then, okay, you what if continuity. it doesn't work? Then all yeah. of a sudden I'm in year eight and nine, right. and it's like, what are we doing? Yeah. So, for me, it's like AP gave us a great chance to win. We're competitive in every single game. Let's add some more weapons on top of what we already started, and yeah. let's see what happens. Yeah, I hear That's that. That's really all it was for me. All of our guests this week have a sponsor. I assumed you were here on behalf of a cigar he manufacturer. No, but no it's Invisalign. I don't have Which a cigar. Which I want to know, like, what do you got in those cigars? You got some <laughs> no. of the good stuff in there? No, I just want to know. All. Okay. No, we're, right. we're strictly uh, Damn, I liked you better <laughs> before then. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, we all right, so no, let's hear your pitch. I want to hear this. Yeah, Invisalign. Uh, I just got it. I got them in right now. Cool. Um, didn't grow up with braces, so... Um, you know, Invisalign came to me. They said, hey, listen, 400 other guys in the league have it. Um, and we'd love it, you know, for you to be a part of the team. So they pitched it to me. I love it. They're the best of the best of the best. So I just I just started recently. So first couple of days were tough. I'm not going to lie, but it's been incredible. Ever so since. Invisalign came to you and they're like, hey, your teeth are messed up. We'd like you to, yeah. uh, we'd like to help you out. <laughs> they're like, listen, you need to fix that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but it was My slow. teeth are messed up, too, on the bottom for sure. Yeah, I yeah. need it. All right, last thing, because I know you got to go. But I got to ask you about your arch rival, the Chiefs, Mahomes. I yeah. know you hate them. You should hate them. Yeah. But, like, give us a, just a little look inside of what makes him and them such a great football team. Um, you know, they got championship DNA. Yeah. Um, you know, last time we played them, like, we we he whooped won. their butt pretty good. We, yeah, we got after them. So yeah. just seeing how far, you know, how they're still able to continue to find ways to get better um, just shows – when you have a guy like Andy Reid, a great head coach that doesn't panic when things go bad, right. a quarterback that thinks the same way, and then you got Travis Kelsey. I mean, when you got three guys, like core guys like that, and a Chris Jones and, and dudes like that, you can have struggles. There's going to be ups and downs, but they don't panic. They yeah. don't freak out. And right. that's like, you know, from my experience, it's like the best teams, 
are all like even keeled no matter win or loss they're like okay we're gonna bounce back we're gonna yeah. get better and uh that's what they do. You know, Mahomes is the best in the Except league. Except when you wake him up and he tells you that you woke up the wrong hey, mother hey, ever. Hey, yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, how good did quarterbacks it feel, can talk a little bit, but they don't, yeah, they don't want that. How, how good did it feel to go into their building on Christmas Day and basically be the Grinch? Oh, it was, it was incredible. I mean, we, we smoked cigars after. We were in the locker room having fun. I mean, that's what it's all about. That's that's what being a Raider is. Yeah, it's no awesome, doubt. man. All right, the ultimate Raider, Raider for life, and definitely sticking around in Las Vegas for a while. Charging me up. Awesome. On our Great show. seeing you, man. I love it. Are we taking a break? Hey, We're taking a break. More awesome. PFT Live right Good after this. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.